Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we glorify you, we magnify you, and we give you praise. We lift up the listeners to this week's podcast, and we lift up the new listeners. We pray the blood of Jesus over gout. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue our series on the glory of God. Today, I want to discuss the visible manifestation of God on earth called Shekinah glory. The word Shekinah is a Hebrew word meaning dwelling or one who dwells. Shekinah glory means he calls to dwell, and it refers to the divine presence of God. The word Shekinah is not found in the Bible, but the description is. The first biblical account of the Shekinah glory is recorded in Exodus 13, verses 20 through 22, after the Israelites had left the slavery of Egypt. Verse 20 says, So they took their journey from Succoth and camped at Etham at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Folks, God chose to guide the children of Israel with the symbol of his presence. Psalm 105.39 says, He spread a cloud for a covering and fire to give them light in the night. My friends, can you picture the cloud providing shade during the day in the hot desert? Can you also picture those who would dare to challenge the young nation in war? They would think twice before attacking. Yet, the Amalekites attacked in Exodus 17, verses 8 through 16, and were defeated by Joshua. Three months after leaving Egypt, the Lord brought the children of Israel to the desert of Sinai, and they camped at the base of the mountain. Now listen to this Shekinah glory event found in Exodus 19, verses 16 through 18, saying, Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of the trumpet was very loud, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like a smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. My comrades, God certainly knows how to make an entrance. If the earthquake and thunder and lightning and smoke didn't get your attention, the trumpet blast surely would have. The glory of God was too much for the people and boundaries had to be set at the mountain to prevent the people, including the priest, from going up the mountain. Only Moses and Aaron were allowed on the mountain. This event was also recalled in Psalm 18, verses 7 through 15. 
Listen to the words written in Exodus 24, verses 16 through 18. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day, he called Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up to the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. My brothers and sisters, the cloud acted as a buffer between God's divine presence and the children of Israel. During the forty days and nights Moses was on the mountain, Deuteronomy 9 and 9 says that he ate no bread nor drank any water. Now, by the way, there are only three people in the Bible who fasted for 40 days. Moses, Elijah, you find that in 1 Kings 19, 7 through 9, and Jesus, you find that in Luke, 4th chapter, 2nd verse. Folks, after the Ark of the Covenant was made, a cover was made that had two golden cherubim, which are winged angels, who faced each other with wings extended. The cover was called the mercy seat. Exodus 25 verse 22 says, And there I will meet with you, Moses, and I will speak with you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the testimony, about everything which I will give you in commandment to the children of Israel. My friends, the ark was one of the items constructed to be placed in the tabernacle. The tabernacle, or tent of the meeting, was the central location for sacrifice and worship. Exodus 40, verses 34 and 35 records, Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting, because the cloud rested above it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. My brothers and sisters, when God is invited into your house and shows up, everyone will know it. My friends, there are hundreds of thousands of church buildings in the United States. How many have invited God into their building? While that may seem like a strange question, the number of churches that are closing each week makes me wonder if God has left the building. My friends, when you are in the presence of God, you become a changed person. Moses had spent so much time with God that in Exodus 34, verses 29 through 35, the skin of his face was shining. But Moses didn't realize his face was shining. The people were afraid to come near him, so he wore a veil over his face when he spoke to the people and took the veil off when he spoke to the Lord. The Shekinah glory of God would also appear at the dedication of Solomon's temple in 2 Chronicles 7, verses 1 through 3. It says, When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priest could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Folks, 
This was a truly spectacular event. It was a feast for two weeks, and everyone was invited. But my friends, as the years went by, Israel stopped praising the one true God and began to worship other gods. The glory of God gradually left the building, and in 586 B.C., the temple was destroyed as prophesied. Wow, the Shekinah glory of God was gone. Two other temples were built and destroyed, but the glory of God never returned to the temple until the day Jesus came to the temple. Colossians 2 verses 9 and 10 proclaims that, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. My brothers and sisters, the glory of God is within Jesus Christ because he is God. Peter, James, and John were witnesses to his transfiguration in Matthew 17, verses 1 through 8. Appearing with Jesus was Moses and Elijah, the two most important prophets of their time. So how does the Shekinah glory of God relate to us today? Well, I have great news for you. The glory that is within Jesus is within the believer. That's right. As partakers with Christ, we share the fullness of Christ. Second Peter, first chapter, verses 1 through 4 announces, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, folks, don't get it twisted. You are not God if you share in the glory of Christ. But if you spend time with the one from glory, you will shine. When you walk into a room, you will light it up. When you share your faith, people will be attracted to the Jesus in you. The glory in you is meant to be shared with others. Tell them how they can shine with the glory of God. And friends, if you want to experience God's presence, invite his son Jesus into your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your glory that you share with your son Jesus, who shares it with all believers. In the name of the Lord of glory, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe. Be blessed and have a great week.